Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. The sun's going down in midnight Texas and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Midnight Texas series. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're reading chapters 14 through 20 of Night Shift, the third and final book in the Midnight Texas series. Previously, the magical suicides continue and the thing responsible slides into Fiji's psychic DMs. (laughs) Apparently, magical murder is just how this thing flirts, and considering what we've learned about Midnight, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) We learn that the reeds are not who they seem and have a dark secret, but that describes literally every person in Midnight, so it's hard (laughs) to say if that's something we should care about or not. Also, everyone keeps harassing Lemuel about uh, their magical problems, and he just wants to finish reading his book. What's an ancient energy vampire got to do to get some peace in this stupid town? Kill everyone? Because he would definitely probably do that if he thought it would help. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 14. Speaking of Lemuel, he's talking to a monk... Yeah, a monk walks into the pawn shop with quote, a serving fork. That quote, sounds like quote, a, monk. That sounds like the setup for a joke, right? Yeah, <laughs> a monk yeah. is trying to sell a serving fork to a vampire in a pawn shop. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this feels a little mad libby, right? Uh-huh. It and does. Yeah. Where, where do you find a monk in Texas? I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, apparently, outside midnight. But yeah. yeah, he hears the voice telling him to kill himself, but he's like, "I'm not going to do that. I'm a Christian." So yeah, you know, okay. Jesus, right? Yeah. Well, cool. Score but, one for Christianity. Yeah. yeah. But so so. Could anyone just shake it off? Is that like a thing? Like no one else just, maybe everyone else just didn't not want to do it that bad? Uh, Yeah, well, maybe, okay. Maybe it's a selection bias thing where this thing is telling like hundreds of people to kill themselves and it's only the real dipshits that (laughs) actually do it. it. (laughs) Something in my head's telling me to kill myself. It's like, when you throw those really obvious scams out there and you're like, there's going to be one or two people who are going to pick it up and that's all we need. Yeah, Yeah. it's a numbers game. Oh. Yeah, but the monk was like, well, I'm not going to kill myself, so I decided to come pawn this serving fork okay, instead. Okay, that doesn't add up What? <laughs> Wait, why does he have a serving fork? Like, I mean, yeah, I just... you, you, Once you've decided not to kill yourself at midnight, you don't have to go to midnight at all. <laughs> That's the nice thing, one of the many nice things about not killing yourself. He just wanted, so maybe he was like on the fence about it, and he was going to check it out and be like, midnight's a nice place, I'm totally fucking killing myself. But he looked, <laughs> he looked around and was like, no, this is a shithole, I'm not dying here. Yeah, <laughs> this is not where I'm ending things. Nope. <laughs> But they would think I'm really weird if I didn't have a reason to be here. <laughs> so I'm pawning this fork. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I guess that's just a thing that people do yeah. uh, in Midnight. Pawn forks. Mm. Fiji fills him in. Like you said, everybody wants to fucking talk to Lemuel this book. <laughs> right. Uh, she's also hearing the voice. It's trying to seduce her because she somehow threatens it. Yeah. Uh, it's basically, I, I think you said it's just like leaving presents on Fiji's doorstep. Yeah. Like, like a, a cat. cat. Yeah. Yeah. And Lemuel's like, you need to get out of town. And she's like, oh, but I got my shop and I have to help with this <laughs> old person. Like Fiji, Fiji doesn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's into it. I she think is she into it. This situation. I was, I was wondering. It's like at first I was like, "This is not doing it for Fiji," but maybe you're right. Maybe it's just like I, I think we're seeing dark Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems like there's there's been a turn for sure. Yeah. I think Fiji is a massive busybody who just craves attention, whether it's negative or positive, even though she tries to act otherwise. So all these people committing suicide on her doorstep is like, mm, oh, it's yeah, so okay. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, after she leaves, Lem. I'm going to say visits the Reed's trailer again, even though it's like creepy skulking outside of it and giving everybody in their nightmares, mm-hmm. including the baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. I don't know why he continues sniffing around, but he does. Uh, and when he comes back, he tells Olivia about his life as a human, which is interesting. Yeah, so he got shot in a gunfight, and his wife turned him into a vampire. Yeah. And his wife, who coincidentally had just gotten turned into a vampire herself. By another energy. Like, like they were saying energy vampires are rare, but so far I'm counting, like, what, three energy vampires in the story, right? There's, there's more energy vampires than regular vampires, right? At least so far, in yeah. This story. I wonder. Uh, but we, he, he doesn't seem to want to talk about where she is now. Is he still married? Huh. Oh, yeah. I hope <laughs> and not. And then he realized where this, this uh, line of uh, story was going. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, ooh, yeah. Mm. Something <laughs> the war. <laughs> yes. His name was Bart Polson. <laughs> what if he's like, well, yeah, yeah, I know where my wife is. She's buried right under that crossroad. Wait. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I just figured it out. <laughs> You know, vampires have long lives yeah, and she, long memories. She, and She really liked big butt witches. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I remember. The BBWs. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's still trying to translate the book, and he translate the sense, translates, and when he rises, he will have help by powerful creatures because he can talk to them while he is still confined. To others, he is silent. Oh, okay. Interesting. Cool. So Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it might not just be Fiji. Huh. Yeah, I was, I was thinking powerful creatures could de- describe everybody here, right? Yeah. Kind of, right? Like vampires, uh, were-tigers. Literal angels. Literal angels, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which is telepath, who's turned out to be the most normal person in the town, apparently. I, I mean, honestly, Manfred's kind of like the everyman insert into this story as the, the TV psychic or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not telepath, whatever he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he thinks about how he may have living family and gets an idea. Interesting. Yeah. He also goes hunting and feeds on some drunk teenagers and thinks about how he'd like to kill them, but they'd probably be missed. Just in case there were any doubts about what kind of vampire Lemuel is. He says their their clothes are clean and they're glossy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So don't kill these ones. Yeah. This time. So, I guess uh, rumpled teenagers in the midnight area better watch out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, like that's the thing about Lemuel. He doesn't have to kill people, but he wants to kill people. So I don't know. It reminded me. Do you remember how you used to say in the Sookie Stackhouse books how Bill treated Sookie like a horse that he took care of? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's kind of the same idea. Lemuel, I think, sees humans as just like animals. Livestock. You know? He likes Livestock. them fine. You know? Yeah, he likes yeah. Olivia. She's a she's a restless young thing. <laughs> but he occasionally likes to fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, the horse analogy breaks down a little bit. I mean, <laughs> it's Texas, so you know, maybe not, right? <laughs> Chapter 15. Fiji has been able to help Mamie a little bit with her suicidal desires. And to be clear, it costs her absolutely nothing but the drive. Sorry, I'm still a little miffed about the fact that Fiji like, gave, uh, gave Manfred so much shit about coming out here to do this. Yeah. She did. Like, oh, I have to drive there and then cast a spell. It's like... She really just had to sit there and sing a little bit. Like, that, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever, it worked, right? It does. She puts all three old people to sleep. Yep. And it's not entirely clear how long they're going to sleep. <laughs> but uh, hey, I guess at least they won't be drawing any further attention to midnight, which was, is the important I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, there, there was like maybe half a second where I was like, did she just like kill her? And solve this problem. <laughs> the, and they never woke up yeah, again. Yeah, they definitely didn't commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, hey, again. No, doesn't draw any uh, any eyes to midnight. That's all that matters, right? 
Yeah. Why don't she just blame it on another gas leak, just like she did with the other lady? Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. I don't know. There was a gas leak in the room. The gas leak gaslight she did to that lady in her shop? Yeah. Miss she coma Yeah. Mm-hmm. She returns home. Teacher was in her house, which is yeah. not okay. And his explanation is not not a good expl- explanation. He's like, it was raining, and so I broke into your house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you do when it's raining. Despite this big, comfortable porch right here that is sheltered from the rain. Yeah, Fiji doesn't buy it, and neither do I. She calls up Bobo, which is weird. Yeah. To yeah. talk to him about it. I mean, she doesn't have many people to talk to, I guess, at this point. Who, would, who else would she call? Manfred, maybe? Manfred, Olivia, Lemuel... Diedrich, oh, okay, actually, I guess there's a lot of people she yeah. can call her Everybody but teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she also talks to Mr. Snugly. Teacher searched her house. Yep. Teacher was full of shit. He took off his shoes and wandered around going through his shit. Mm-hmm. She can't figure out why. The only thing that seems to be disturbed are her business papers. Yeah. And she has. A, she says that she has a weird sense of teacher's presence in the air, but it might just be like psychic emanation things. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, before... She's like kind of trying to decide what to do. She asks what Aunt Mildred would do. She's like, okay. Uh, and she, the thing beneath the crossroads is like, hey, girl, you want some murder or not? Because <laughs> he's like, hey, sounds like you're pretty mad at that teacher guy. Sure would be a shame if something happened to it, eh? She's like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> the answer is no, for now. Chapter 16, Fiji is reading Aunt Mildred's Journal of Witchcraft, she killed people. Yeah, yeah. So straight out murder. A lot people. of people. She had like a specific, like phrase. Lingo, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a jargon for when she killed somebody. Yep. So the answer to what would Aunt Mildred do is she would kill the shit out of she this would person. Kill, yeah, yeah. Fiji would be dead as hell. Uh, yeah, there's enough of them that Fiji was basically able to decipher the special code that she used. She's like, oh yeah, these are all dead. Uh, yeah. So uh, we also get confirmation that Fiji has collecting items for the people in town. Just in case. That's yes. For, for wish stuff. Uh-huh. Do wish stuff to them. Uh, yep. And sh- so she does. She pulls out some stuff along to teach her read and uh, intends to do something. But then Bobo walks in. Yep. I just wrote drama moment. I didn't care. Yeah. Both, it, it was it was actually annoying because it was one of the, another one of those things where they, they both talk past each other, fail to communicate anything useful at all, and then bail out. And you know? I'm sorry. She's like in her late 20s and he's in his 30s. Like they're too fucking old for that yeah, sophomore bullshit. It's like just fuck already, you know? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Or at least have a conversation. No, just fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 17. Teacher is talking with Madonna. They're there for some sort of investigative job and teacher goes off to file a report even though that might just mean he went to like poop or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Madonna is not happy about uh, Teacher's little B&E incident. It seems like she's still skeptical about there being weird shit going on at midnight, which... Madonna! How, how is that possible? What, I mean... Did you not see that, that boy grow to maturity in like a month or something? She yeah. did, right? Like, he came to yeah, home that, cooking. That, that's a visible thing that no one could miss. Yeah. But, uh, but she's like, nah, it's... Probably one of those, uh, was it Benjamin Button's disease or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like reverse Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, you right. just get older and older as you get older. Right, that one. No, yeah, there is a thing <laughs> no, for No, that her. is, yeah, that's a legitimate thing. Yeah. Like you oh, progeria. Really yeah. Yeah, 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 that but, one. Uh, but also there's this series of strange suicides. Remember that guy who jammed an arrow into his neck? You know, it's small town Texas. Like, it's a really depressing place, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, uh, I don't get how she could not pick that up, but apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she does also say that they're there for a job, but not what kind of job. Yes. I assume forensic accounting. 
Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds It's the only cool. thing that makes sense. <laughs> yes, Teacher has very intense pain, and he knows it's payback from Fiji. But Fiji is not the target. Yeah. Yeah. But Madonna is ready to go kill her uh, for this. Yeah, and Teacher says, no, fair's fair. I got caught in her house. Like, I shouldn't have been doing that. He's trying to figure out Fiji's connection to the suicides since he knows she's a witch, even if Madonna refuses to acknowledge that. At this point, I thought maybe Lemuel was the target, like vampire drainer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah, that's true. He comes into her restaurant all the time, and apparently it's impossible to ignore that he's a vampire. Right? One yeah. would think that, you know, that that might mean something, right? Also, I don't think he ever eats anything, so he's hanging out in her restaurant not eating anything. Nah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> he's just watches, he likes to watch people eat, you know, so that's what people are into. Yeah. But Madonna thinks to herself that they're expecting some sort of rich prize. Chapter 18. Lemuel and Olivia go to get the Etruscan vampire's grandchild, Christine. <laughs> so uh, there's, there's a fun uh, reference here. She's, yeah. she's Tana French, which is uh, an author I just read. I just read a book called In the Woods. It was fantastic. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the reference to Bill's fang book. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. They're using Bill's database to locate the target. Yeah, yeah. when Lemuel had that brilliant idea about something about descendants, he realized that they could get, he could use Olivia to help, and she finds Bill's database, and they're able to find the Etruscan vampire's child's child, who is also fluent in Etruscan. Yeah, so they're going vampire hunting. So they decide they're going to use a magical truth ball to trade for the vampire that they want. It yeah. seems more valuable. I was the magical uh, truth ball. That seems pretty pretty useful, right? I mean, although I guess Sookie does basically the same thing, right? But but does it work on vampires? We don't know if it works on vampires. Mm-hmm. If it works on vampires, it's probably very valuable. Oh, I was assuming it didn't work on vampires because yeah. otherwise Lemuel probably would have smashed it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. You take that to the the Dallas vampires are like, no, we cannot let that be. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> Olivia, we get it. You have sex. He's like, tell it a lie. She's like, oh, I'm a virgin. Like, <laughs> no, okay, <right>. Olivia. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a pretty uh, eye rolly kind of thing. Right? Yes. Uh, the new king of Dallas is a man named Joseph. Stan died in the massacre, and I was trying to think back, and I think I do remember this actually. I do not. I was trying to. Yeah, I was I trying remember to remember the same thing. I think this was Fellowship of the Sun attacked. Stan Davis's house oh, while Sookie was there. Yeah, I remember that because okay. like Eric was there and he like made Sookie drink his blood. That was the oh, first. That might have been the first time, right? She had to suck the bullet out of him or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just remember she was talking to a young human woman who died, and she like at the last second heard she was like, "Everybody get down!" But a bunch of people died, so yeah, I, I think that was it. I don't remember Stan dying though. Yeah, I, I don't. I thought he either. showed up later at the pyramid. Which he, then blew up. He did. Maybe he died in the pyramid. The huh. pyramid collapsed. <laughs> in the pyramid scheme? On him. <laughs> he meets Sookie two times. Both times. <laughs> destroys his life. Yeah, I, I swear, right? Like, he's mad at he's mad at Barry, but he should be like, he's really mad at Sookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, 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 the negotiation is very tense. That clearly they do not like each other. No. But they do manage to strike a deal for Lemuel, and he gets this uh, vampire translator. Yeah, Joseph admits that he did send those humans in the last book to find Barry Bellboy, which is a massive violation. Apparently, Lemuel keeps all the vamps away from midnight. Yeah, they have a they have a treaty of some sort. Yeah. Yes, but they get Christine, the Etruscan speaking vampire. I I, I gotta say, like again, you know, being a vampire sometimes is not great, right? It like you just get sucks. traded away. And yeah, yeah this, this for she, a magic truth ball. The, yeah, she got traded away, and and her. 
Bosch slash owner was like, yeah, she's a shitty vampire. We don't even like her. <laughs> she was serving drinks serving or something, drinks, right? Serving drinks for all eternity. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Chapter 19. Manfred and Fiji have a little bit of a gossip. Mamie is better. They're both a little weirded out that Joe and Chewie didn't tell them that they can see ghosts. And then they agree that they are fallen angels, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that they're was fall- interesting. They're not fallen angels. They assume that they're fallen angels. And then they assume that the reason they're fallen angels is because they didn't like the pivot from Old Testament to New Testament. All I could think was like... They didn't like all the... Yeah, right? Hold up. Wait a second now. The The the, two gay angels who are pro-Old Testament? Hold on. Yeah, like, yeah, the Old Testament is the... Like, they send angels to kill everybody in a city. Yeah. That kind Uh of thing. Uh Those kind of angels, right? They don't feel like those kinds of they, angels. They, they don't. They, they, that doesn't scan to me. No, I, not at all. That doesn't make any sense. Seems like they would have been the opposite. They would also be terrible at parties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you don't want somebody who's like a whole Old Testament lover. Right, I mean, yeah, and also they, I mean, those angels had like 50 heads and like 30 wings and, you know, the, the skies cracked open at their approach and all that stuff. Those things haven't been noted in the narrative. <laughs> Maybe it's just the kind of thing where it's like rude to talk about it. You know? <laughs> it's like, no, no, they, they really don't like it when you talk about their 30 wings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, that, that, that was a logical leap for me, but uh, that's what they said. Maybe Fiji needs to stay in her own lane. Yeah, true. Sure. She has a whole lot of theological knowledge there about Fair. Christianity and angels. Chapter 20, Fiji meets Sylvester Ravenwing. Yeah, the gas station goth, right? Yeah. And gets some soup. And he is not very forthcoming in conversation. He is not. The reason she goes to get soup is because she realizes that she probably can never eat at home cooking again. Because the person who makes the food at home cooking, well, she just did that thing where she attacked her husband. So, you know, probably concerned about the spit content of her food, right? All town life. At what cost? I I heard it's real good. I know. She's a good cook. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. You'll have to go uh, have other people go buy it for you, I guess. I guess. And that's like they're a community meeting place. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe she can just delete their memories or something. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. maybe there's a spell for that. Or just kill them. <laughs> yeah, kill them. That's <laughs> true. She has lunch with Olivia. <laughs> Olivia doesn't... She walks... She walks... She comes to... Olivia comes to Fiji's house and Fiji's like, Hey, what can I do for you? She's like, make me a sandwich. <laughs> and then she does. I, this is like Sookie too, right? Yeah, like Elsie with Sookie when she's like you want some coffee he's like can I have some bacon and eggs he's like, oh, <laughs> like okay I, 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 I guess, guess. I, can, I guess I can do that <laughs> what the fuck I got some stuff in the fridge I think I'll, I'll go check if someone comes to my house unannounced and asks for food uh, okay like I might be like oh, let me see what I can do but like you know they're not going to be like picking their meal right <laughs> you got some chips or something I don't know <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah she's there she's there to talk about vampire drama and I was like Okay, we're used to Sookie Stackhouse, whose vampire drama involves a lot of violence and bloodshed. So when she was talking about her vampire drama being like, there's a vampire that's staying over and it's like making things awkward, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> is this even a thing? Pretty tame, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty vanilla. She talks about the history of these vampires and it's just basically some nerds getting turned to vampires by other nerds, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was really into the ancient Etruscans. And they're like, I'm an ancient Etruscan. Oh, you want to be friends? Yeah, let's be friends. And then that was the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. The Dallas vampires are feeling bad emanations for midnight. Yeah, that's, again, could be uh, a concern, cause for concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They discuss the raids. Olivia thinks that her dad and her dad's right-hand man, Ellery McGuire, sent them to spy on her. Yeah, because Lemuel just happened to be walking past the Reed's trailer and overheard their conversation. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, I happened to overhear something when I was standing just outside their door for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, Olivia is like, oh, I'm pretty sure that the spy on me. And I, I was skeptical. I, I mean, I guess this is what it is, but I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Like, that didn't make sense to me. Uh, yeah. I don't know why they would just watch her for that long if the if they're for three going to years, be right? Something like forever. that, two or three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know what something's got to explain that uh, hotel thing going on, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. There's something sketchy. That, oh, I guess that could be him too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. Hmm. Uh, so they decide to head to Colleen to have a chat with this friend of teachers who apparently showed up about the same time they did. I didn't realize that. So. He's been there for around the same time as home cooking. Yeah. So, yes, she she and Fiji decide that they're going to go. Um, accord, side note, according to Olivia, Quinn and Diedrich both have the hots for Fiji. Yeah, there's a whole, like, conversation about Fiji's various romantic uh, prospects, which, I mean, for a small town, she's actually yeah, yeah. not she's bad. Rolling in it. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, at the hardware store, the employee does recognize Olivia and vice versa. Uh, not much happens except that Olivia lets it slip that she is married to Lemuel and she is also annoyed that Christine is cock-blocking her and Lemuel. This did not go the way I thought it was going to go <laughs> at all. <laughs> like there's a point where, where, where Fiji hands, uh, hands her a hammer, yes. hands Olivia a hammer and I was like, oh shit. As they're in the, in the hardware store and just chatting up the guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, yeah. Nobody she, else there. She arranges, there's nobody there, arranges for Olivia to have, have a weapon. And like, oh my God, we are going down. Yeah. And then they walk out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. I, I really expected Olivia to do something crazy here. But yeah, she recognizes him. He recognizes her, but he doesn't recognize that she recognizes him. Yeah. That's important. Uh, but and yeah. she doesn't beat him to death with a hammer. And she, she does not beat him to death with a hammer yet. <laughs> right. Maybe Lemuel's like wearing off on her finally. Like, remember we were so impressed the other time when he could have gotten in a huge fight with a wear person and instead they like talked about it and came up with a compromise? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Married life is really settling her down. <laughs> it must be it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I guess the idea is that the fact that she drops this, this hint that she's married um, is going to rile up her dad's people or something? I guess. I'm yeah. not sure why she told except for fun. Yeah, whatever. More yeah. blood for the crossroads, right? I guess so. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, we're going to be reading chapters 21 through 29 of Night Shift. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe and Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night, teacher. teacher.